0: Gentlemen, boys, and girls, children of all ages, tonight, Degeneration Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, cause Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. <laughs>
1: I've been a, throw up the, sex in a, uh uh-huh And I can put you in, I can put you in I've been a, throw up the, sex in a city from this balcony back in 2019 i was outside freely but now they got it out for me i don't care what frat you was in you can't out for me keep dreaming pineapple juice i give a sweet 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 i know what they like so i just keep cheesing hard drive full of heat seeking trying to come to sanders jack rethinking
0: uh much like everything that i do it's all first class
1: I got plaques in the mail, season You can take two, you can do better than that.
0: The only way to fly first class. Still terrible. I got one for you. Please.
1: And I can put you in. Still fat, gotta fly first class.
0: <laughs> I can put you there in. it is. <laughs> uh fat folk having to pay for extra seats just funny ladies and gentlemen welcome to sons of slam my name is chris mindell along with the reaper mr joe black sir what is going on i just
1: want to point this out i have taken flights at one sec oh thanks for the bed under that just just pause to yawn no, I paused to cough. Oh, All excuse right, me. Okay. All I right. could have just uh, right in the microphone, but no, I decided to save the listeners.
0: Oh, like, What the hell's going on here?
1: Okay, go ahead. Um, I was upwards of 400 pounds at one point at, at, at a specific time in my life where I did take a flight, and it was out of the country.
0: At the height of your career?
1: At the height of my... Well, that wasn't even the height of my fatness. <laughs> I just want to point that out. Okay. Well. Uh, but come I... Great, I have never once in my life had to pay for two seats. That being said, I flew first class once, mm-hmm. and ever since then, I have not flown anything since. <laughs> Except the JetBlue to Denver, but you can't get first class with JetBlue.
0: Yeah, JetBlue is JetBlue.
1: I had enough leg room. I was all right
0: It's the only class. JetBlue. blue they just nah. have like, like one class. That's it.
1: Like- oh yeah. Oh well, no, that's not true. They have JetBlue Mint
0: now it oh, flies, right, right. uh
1: cross country, which I really want to do. Classic. That looks like a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> fly cross country? Don't don't you do that all the time?
1: No, I want to fly JetBlue Mint across country. Okay, I
0: don't do that all the time. Is there a playground in there? Like, what what makes it so fun?
1: It's like a lounge. Oh, it's like you. Oh. It's like it's got it's got a recliner and all that shit. Like you get for, your own little
0: pod, like first class.
1: Mm, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, you're absolutely correct. Welcome Jeff It Luke. is like first. It, it is like first class. Welcome Jeff to
0: every other. Airline. I am go still
1: ahead. considering first class as business class where you just have a larger seat. Okay. I forget that they have the new first class where you get like a whole playground to yourself.
0: That's my dream. My dream is because I'm so antisocial. Like I just I hate people. So I would love to just and everywhere I go just have a pod. Like I travel with a pod, it just surrounds me and I walk from place to place and I can just go to the supermarket and just like, nope, I'm just, I just want to check out and get the hell out of here. Don't talk to me.
1: It is a movie called Bubble Boy, if I'm not mistaken.
0: (laughs) I mean he was sick but I'm saying in everyday life I would just want to be but able you're to You're just go
1: sick out. in the head so it's okay There's that, that balances
0: right out. <laughs> fact, I'll put a bubble around my head and then you still don't have to talk to me I, don't, I just don't The point is the point being I don't want to talk to anybody I think that's where I'm coming down from and and I'd like to be able to just have a bubble around me at all times I was like I can't we hear you We do
1: enough talking
0: We do a lot we do a lot of talking
1: We um, do a lot of talking Sometimes we miss a week but then you know sometimes you get 3 weeks straight and then <laughs> this episode's only going to be an hour and they're, there, you, you know, different times. And
0: different times. Different strokes for different folks. There you go. And uh, yeah, it's not a lot of stuff to talk about this week, other than, you know, a pay per view that ended up being uh, like a classic uh, as far as matches go. Um, Some might say career defining. Career defining, possibly. Uh, other things like what we're still playing this, this game of uh, super shoot work with MJF. I mean, yeah. They're going all out. Like, for, Let's start the show there since we... Pun intended. That's what I do. Pretty um, sure I
1: heard somebody on commentary on Monday night say the words all in. Or, or Hell in a Cell, they said all in. And I go, you fucking know what you're doing. <laughs> you know stupid. what you're doing. Stop it. You're not
0: stupid. Um, yeah, they're going all in with the removal of MJF and scrubbing him from everything. From the website, from merchandise, from anybody... Commenting, we didn't. I, I didn't really mention last week the I, the fact that on they, they went like to black, like the whole shoot went out, went to black. Nobody said a word, no comment. Like Khan just said, "Listen, don't say, don't say anything. Sell it as if it was a, a straight up shoot. It wasn't authorized by us, and we're not going to talk about it." And he still haven't talked about it. And they removed him from the uh, the opening promo. So I
1: believe this is something that we should be getting accustomed to, in the form of. Two words. Hmm. New kayfabe.
0: It's like the new form of kayfabe.
1: Yes. Hmm. And the new form of kayfabe, they had to figure out. Kayfabe was dead because nobody knew how to navigate the social media realm as far as kayfabe is concerned. MJF has figured that out. Hmm. MJF figured if you stay in character 24-7 except when you're at home and no cameras are around you whatsoever, Hmm. it's
0: it's the revitalization of of k Faith. at the at the cost of millions question mark what do you mean so they lost apparently the uh, reports are out that they lost thousands of dollars because of him not being not no showing the uh, the fan Fest.
1: it's interesting i i listen i i stick by my guns i think everything <laughs> was done for a reason
0: i i, I agree i'm not I'm not denying it. i just feel like you're you're going out on a limb here with the, not you, I'm saying con AEW is going out on a limb with how well, they're It would doing be a this. stretch if I was going out on a Well, this is true station. too, but I'm saying in this situation, it's, it's mostly the AEW and, uh, them pulling this situation. If this, if this is all a work, then kudos. Cause it has to
1: all be a work. Cause even CM Punk came out. CM Punk came out oh, after we it went black that. last week.
0: Right. We didn't talk about, talk, talk about that either. He came out. Um, yeah, went uh, went black, he came out limping, We'll get to that to that in a second. This guy, I know where it's from. Is it from that? Because there was also a report. Well, we'll get to all things CM Punk. I think I know what you're talking about as far as his his leap of faith. Um, but uh, literally, there, there's uh, there's other things in in that seem amiss here. So we'll we'll get to it. Um, but first, before we get all to the pay per view and and all things uh, leg related on CM Punk, uh. I I just found this article and I I found it interesting uh, to say the least that uh the title of the article Alexa Bliss's WWE return blasted for being a complete and total tragedy. Your thoughts? Uh
1: slow burn? That's if I'm trying to <laughs> why If I'm you- trying to back WWE on this, mm. I you can just blame slow burn. However, since she had her last match on TV with Sonya Deville, like we haven't seen her that much. I forget if that was her last match on TV.
0: Like as far as no, she well, she time had, is concerned, she had one with a Dewdrop, um, right? But uh, we talk about this guy a lot lately. So on uh, Wrestling with Freddie, Mister Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, talked about her return and said, "quote The return of Alexa Bliss was a complete and total tragedy. They literally just said, here's a match.' There was no story." But they just brought her back, so maybe they had something, so I'm not going to dump on it.
1: Uh go ahead. Go ahead, Freddie. Freddie. Grumpy all over that.
0: <laughs> um Yeah. It's just it just seems like she's just I think he's right. <laughs> just put him out there and
1: uh I think she has taken the uh the old Jeff Hardy role for the for the women's division.
0: Just being it's
1: the like, game. hey, we know she can have a good match. Mm-hmm. Go. Hmm. Here's the person you're fighting. Go. No story. Just go. Or like a Mickey James type of thing. Right. You know, during Mickey's last run. But I, I don't get what they're trying to do. They're going to have to bring her back because Cody Rhodes is leaving a large void in the babyface department and large void on the uh, viewer retention department. Because I'll tell you this, Mm -hmm. Cody Rhodes, aside from Matthew Riddle, I'll use full names, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) They're coming after you. Cody Rhodes is the reason why I personally like to tune in to Monday Night Raw in the recent months. Yes. Yes. I am looking forward to see what Cody's gonna do. Now, if I'm being honest, I'm looking forward as to what puns Corey Graves is, is gonna make towards AEW. Because people forget Corey Graves was there the first time AEW was mentioned on live television. During Chris's favorite Monday Night Raw segment ever.
0: The one and out, huh? <laughs> the the one and done. The one and done. Uh oh, <laughs> Sammy. Chair. Oh Sammy how little we knew of you. I God just, damn,
1: <laughs> that was a great that was a great segment you, you, for, the, for the time that it was. I
0: mean, of all the episodes, the longest episodic show in the history, the longest
1: episodic weekly television show in history we continue i have to... had to tell this to multiple people who were like raw is, monday night raw is still going still i thought thing? it ended <laughs> in like the early 2000s i was like no no no, no. no it's all it thing. is the longest running weekly episodic television show in history in history you want to know what the second run second longest running okay. weekly episodic television show in history is the simpsons no what is it friday night smackdown is it really yeah you forget the Simpsons. Ha- the Simpsons has been running since before Monday Night Raw was even a thing. That's correct. But they take at least half of the year
0: off. This is also correct. I didn't. Th- I, you're right. I, I'm. You're probably right. I didn't think that to think of SmackDown. I just can I just always think of like Simpsons being up there and yeah. SmackDown's mm-hmm. the actual thing. SmackDown
1: um, is over a thousand episodes now. Yeah. I don't. It, it, and if Simpsons is there, I don't think it's like. That much right. past a thousand.
0: Um, my initial point was that uh, Alexa Bliss uh, also uh, speaking of Corey Graves, nice little little tie in there. Uh, this past Monday, uh, it took on Nikki Ash uh, last week, excuse me. And uh, Corey Graves during the match said that she was on cruise control and lacked urgency. So which Alexa Bliss took to Twitter and said, "Cruise control my ass, stay in your lane, get him." <laughs> Get him, Lex. I feel like it's just, this is just like we've gone back to Alexa Bliss with a very slight add- on from the old character, and now uh, she just kind of just is lumbering around like it just seems like she's like what you said, like the Mickey James kind of role with either putting people over and still winning or you know possibly taking the loss at some point. it just it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere it's overall, I feel like the women's division is just that way now. It's just kind of like there. Here's the issue um
1: I never thought I'd say this but AEW has like taken a lot of the women's division and listen a year ago Not a lot. I, I, I would say a, a year at the minimum ago I was saying probably the exact opposite but WWE women's division is like really bad right now <laughs> it's and AEW's division is
0: really good right it, now it, it, i would agree and i have to uh kind of lend that to so we've had, we haven't had bailey in months you just lost two of your top women you lost your one of your top women in sasha banks let alone your tag team champions uh one you know,
1: one a of your top women because a, naomi should be there but she's just not
0: i think that has to do with mike i think a lot of things yes I, I think a lot of it with the with the women especially have, have to do with mike
1: but she also had a title run. I know. Two title runs. Okay. So it's like she can do it. Yeah. And she was drawing.
0: Ish. I mean, they weren't yeah, long runs. Yeah, you're right. They weren't long runs. Yeah. Still two runs. No. Listen, I, I get it. Just, it's, I feel like she just got caught up in this whole thing and she got pulled in with uh, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks just continuously just taking her ball and going home because she doesn't get her way or it's not going her way.
1: Uh, Yeah. But here's the thing. We all, we say this all the time when the Sasha Banks news story comes out Mm. since the beginning, when they lost the titles at mania, I think when her and Bailey lost the titles and there was reports coming out that she was crying in the middle of the freaking hotel lobby or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Which turned out to not be true at all. At all. And then we get Sasha's side of the story and she's like, no, I just, I had a couple questions and that was it. Mm. Everybody else that heard it was like, it took it out of proportion. So I'm wondering if this might be somewhat along the lines of the same thing. I still think we're being worked.
0: You think everything's a work? My life is a work. <laughs> <laughs> Please make that the title of your book. <laughs> my my life is a work. Joe title of your sex tape. Hello, my life is at work <laughs> <I just laughs> very weird, very quickly. And that's a shoot, brother. <laughs> and that's a shoot. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. By the way, uh, uh, I don't know why that reminded me of Austin. Um, I will continuously hype this show up till I'm blue in the face because it's just that good. And kudos to the greatest wrestler of all time, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin, but. If you're not watching, and I'm I will I'll continue to say this if you're not watching Broken Skull Sessions, the hell's wrong with you? It is an amazing show, and it's it's it really is just like it, it's it's every wrestler podcast, but like on the WWE network, on network, but <laughs> right, <laughs> it's on the network, but it's se- I don't know, it just seems like it's he asks questions that he can get answers from where other podcasts can't because they weren't they're not stone cold, and so. Yeah, when you see—I don't know if you saw the the latest one. The, the if you saw Cody, the Cody Rhodes one, which was excellent, and then the latest one with Jeff Jarrett, um, and especially his his, his talk with the uh, the one of the most infamous spots in in all of wrestling, uh, the drop, the the uh, when he just drops the mat for for Hogan because of Vince Russo. Uh, oh, they did talk about that. The finger yeah. poke. No, uh, well, that wasn't the, the finger poke. The finger. That poke. wasn't. That was uh, that was Nash with Hogan. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. This was I'm the sorry, this was the latter the latter when NWO was pretty much done and uh Jarrett and
1: WCW was pretty much done right, too.
0: Right, that too, yeah. And uh Jarrett goes into the story where uh Stone Cold asked him like what's what's the deal? And he said that uh, they they worked the entire match backstage and he he feels Jeff Jarrett oh, if you know the story, the match ends up being uh, a 3 second thing where Jarrett just lays down, Vince Russo's holding the belt outside the ring. Um Hogan gets on the mic and says, "This is why the company is is in the shape it's in because of shit like this." Puts his foot on Jarrett, counts to three, Jarrett rolls out, and then disgustingly walks off the up the ramp out of the out of the arena. And Jarrett, it says that he worked the entire match with Hogan backstage, and he says to Hogan's credit, because a lot of people are like, well, Hogan was just being Hogan, and he wouldn't put him over. H- to to Jarrett's credit, Hogan wanted to know. He's saying that Hogan wanted to know what his future was if he was going to drop it. He said he didn't think that Hogan had a problem with him dropping the match, but where would Hogan go from here? And there was no answer for that, so Hogan refused to to drop the 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 mat, the belt to uh, to Jarrett. And so it was Hogan's fault. So technically, it was still Hogan's fault. But Jarrett, he thought. See, but he he Jarrett being Jarrett just said that he wanted to give kind of give Hogan credit in not just saying yes to just say yes.
1: Yeah, but it's still a bit narcissistic of him to go. Hey, I want like I am willing to drop the title to Jeff Jarrett, but where do I go from here?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe it's just wrestling. Maybe that's a part of wrestling that I don't fully understand because I'm not broken into the biz. Mm -hmm. But there, yeah, that's. I still put it on Hogan.
0: I know it still it still sounds like when he was talking about it that it should still be Hogan Hogan's issue and Hogan's fault. But it's you know since Russo was involved, it's it's a whole different uh, whole different Okay, you know what? I
1: take it all back. Mm. This all falls on Vince Russo. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hulk Hogan's had enough bad press. See the even. man's a legendary Hall of Famer, right? He doesn't he doesn't need more bad shit on him. This is all on Vince Russo. <laughs>
0: Uh, we talked about uh, <laughs> it's all over. So, uh, already talked about MJF and everything uh, uh, being removed. I still feel like there's no place in, in no place at, on the entire roster for in WWE. I mean, Cody, Cody is the first ex, like, exception because he's the first one to do it as far as going back to WWE and being successful. In this, And so he's... This is what we talked about a couple weeks ago as far as when he makes this de- re-debut that he's able to kind of carry some momentum and also gain new fans in this kind of new, new transition of Cody. And he needed it because he was not getting over in AEW. As a matter of fact, he was getting booed out of the arena. And he just has the same exact character. But this character... And I was wa- thinking about this one watching Hell in a Cell. This character belongs in WWE. Like, his baby face kind of persona the, the the cheesiness and the athleticism that he gives out it belongs in wwe it was good I it was good in its could, time for aew but now just i don't know good
1: i could not agree with you more the one thing that the cody character was missing in aew was that connection with the young fans mm. okay think about how much it meant to the story that Seth Rollins took that weight belt away from that young fan (laughs) in the front row and then whacked him with it. And then on the way back, Cody's limping, hobbling, all this stuff, and then, boom, just places it down and keeps walking. Doesn't turn around, doesn't do nothing. Mm -hmm. He just keeps walking. That's the the disconnect that Cody was missing in AEW. Mm -hmm. He was missing the young fan. Which is crazy to
0: think about. Well, here's, here's a question for you since you just brought that up. Are there young fans in AEW? Think of, think of that question, but think about it compared to WWE. Okay. Now, I'll put
1: it to you like this. Mm-hmm. I am 28. You are drastically older than me. I, I will kill you, Dad. Sure. Pete is drastically older than me. Steven and Timmy are both around my age, you know, give or take two to four years. Mm-hmm. Joe is zoned. Steven's age but the other person we were with
0: was 13.
1: <laughs> so to answer your question, yes, there are young fans in AEW. Uh, okay. But rephrase.
0: I, as many as
1: WWE? No, I think that the WWE has the market cornered on the children fan. Well, that's because AEW skews towards adult. AEW skews towards marks, adult or young. I mean, If you're in the know, if you're on the internet and in wrestling, if you're on wrestling Twitter – and you're, you're keeping up with wrestling canon, <laughs> it's AEW. Because I've seen kids there. Dude, there, there was no, a, I, no, there I was understand a young, that. There was a young girl with her dad right behind us at, at Arthur Ashe Stadium. No, I, just
0: the two of them. No, I know. I, listen, I, no, I, I'm not saying that there aren't kids. I'm just saying that AEW doesn't advertise two kids. No, they don't give a
1: fuck about the kids. They go, this is what we're (laughs) Uh, giving off. uh, If you want your kids to see it, fine. mm -hmm. WWE goes, there are kids here. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure they're not going to be that, you know, they're not going to be. We take every single one of their dollars. Exactly. They don't want to push away the kids because if they get too violent, that's when the kids go to their parent. That's when the parents find out about what the kids are watching. And they go, no, 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 And that's when you take – because the kids don't have the money. You got to hook the kids so that they
0: hook the parents. It's
1: marketing, it's baby. Marketing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's marketing 101. It's marketing 101. Let's see. Again, we talked about MGF. How about um, – how about all things CM Punk here? Uh, goes on Rampage, basically says that he's got to peace out and uh, get his, get some surgery done. Um. Can we talk about the origin of his injury and what it actually might be? Because there are reports also that he was talking about getting work, uh, questions, questions to his doctor about his foot so that he might've had a broken foot as well. Um, this was going to dynamite of last week. So the video that was, that was shared amongst the group. I don't know if that was Pete (laughs) in the group there that, that showed us that video. Um, the the video of him went the slow motion video of when he actually got hurt. I think I
1: sent it to you on Instagram. Got it. Okay. So uh, Pete might have sent it to you
0: before, but I actually just saw it this morning. Oh, yeah. No, it was it, it, it circulated in the in the group. Um, yeah. He basically was all hyped up, and he looked fine. He did his stage dive, which is a little further than normal, <laughs> and and no. CM Punk being CM Punk didn't really clear that as as.
1: Normally, he would. I think this, let's be honest, CM Punk, not that mm, athletic of a a human. (laughs) Like, I I would expect CM Punk to go put on a 60-minute barn burner Mm -hmm. inside the middle of a ring. Would you? Now? Really? But I would rather ask him to do that over take a three-point shot in the... Fucking fi- in the game seven of the finals. Okay, with a second and a half left.
0: Listen, some athletes can't do certain things. Like, it's it's not like you exactly know, your athletics doesn't saying. mean like you, you have the you possess all traits of all sports.
1: Thank you. Hmm. Uh, so CM Punk uh-huh. was uh, this could now this injury could have happened during his match because you notice at sometimes during the match he did, was it, it, in order to to not. In order to sell that he couldn't do the buckshot, Larry, which honestly I don't think that he can do. Uh, he he sold it that he came up, he tweaked his knee on the on the way down, mm. on the way into the ring before delivering the the buckshot. Which could lend to that, but when you saw him, last, what was
0: that? Last week or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Last week. On. Last week was when he came out. Yeah, last week was when he came out with uh, FTR. He had the match with FTR. Jesus, all right. It's only a week. Feels like feels
1: like infinity. Uh, <laughs> um, it was also MJF
0: so, promo, which was last week too. It, that's that seemed like an infinity go too. That was on the same day. Yes. <laughs> it's all oh happened. boy. Hence why we talked about CM Punk coming out during the dark part portion of MJF's promo when it cut to black and he was limping out. That was it's all happened the same day.
1: Okay. All right. So CM Punk had. If you noticed, on his way out during his music on Wednesday, well, last Wednesday, Wednesday, on his way out, no limp. Right. But as soon as he did that stage dive. Now, the stave dive, stage dive is interesting in this whole conspiracy theory <laughs> because the stave dive, stage dive hasn't been a thing in months. Mm-hmm. Co- uh, CM Punk got asked says, to stop doing that. Because they were worried about, I guess, insurance for the fans. They don't want the fans getting hurt. They don't want CM Punk getting hurt either. Go figure. Now, this is where the conspiracy theory comes in. Mm. Did he Mm -hmm. tweak it on Dynamite? I'm sorry. Did he tweak it at the pay-per-view and then do the whole jump into the crowd as a sort of selling thing to it? Or... Did CM Punk, in his egotistical way, uh, now that he's champion, go, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Mm. I'm going to jump into the fans because that's what I want to do. And then as he did that, he goes, oh, fuck, I think that's my ACL,
0: or whatever he injured. It's like he bashed his shin. <laughs> like at first It, it looked like-, like
1: he bashed his shin. It's either an ankle. It's a, somewhere below the knee mm. because he was he was playing with his knee a lot during the match. And even as FTR was entering, you can see him kind of fidgeting with his knee. Yep. And he goes down by the ankle to kind of fidget fidget that a little bit.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So I honestly think that he injured it on that stage dive, and they just don't want to say that. Because then that makes not only CM Punk look stupid, but it makes – Tony Khan looks stupid for allowing, for allowing CM Punk to yeah, do it, I, although he didn't allow him to do it in the first place. So it all goes
0: back to CM Punk looking stupid. I have seen the last time that he will ever do that again. Ever. Uh, ever, ever, ever. Um, and by the way, there's also uh, reports that they just found that out on the Friday of Rampage. Um, I mean, well, yeah, so the Friday of Rampage, uh, which is actually, I'm sorry, let me take all that back. Since they recorded that, they, they the Rampage wasn't live when he made that announcement, right?
1: Yes, rampage. What well, that was when they went to we're in California, correct? Yeah, yeah. Ramp- oh, so rampage was live. live.
0: Okay, fine. All right. So then he th- then that happened on that Friday. So then that Friday they found out what that the the injury was more severe than he was putting on, uh, and that he would actually need surgery. And so that's when it exactly. Was, and you
1: can't fake that kind of injury for a, a week and a half,
0: a week. Right, which is why, yeah, for so, a week, <laughs> which is why that uh, this seems so sudden when it when it went down. Um which was- also takes us into the cody thing later
1: on with that whole scenario but go on
0: because
1: <laughs> i have this same theory about
0: cody okay um so the other part that i, went, I wanted to talk about this was that uh you know he, he revealed that he needed surgery and that they're going into this ridiculous and i said on, on, on the thread i hate 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 when they do so AEW's is now notorious for doing this uh, you don't see wwe doing this it's the one thing i, I credit them for not doing uh, these interim championship things and so yeah just relinquish the belt yeah I, I, I just I, I don't understand you did I mean it didn't really work for for Finn didn't get another chance after that which kind of sucks um yeah, but Finn Balor ain't no CM Punk but Finn Balor is not CM Punk I apologize Stephanie and uh yeah so you're you're, uh, you're gonna you're, you're gonna get better <laughs> chances oh Fergal uh, CM Punk's going to get better <laughs> opportunity with, with Tony and because he's very high on, on Tony. Um, so he he asked, it was on uh, Dave Meltzer, who revealed that CM Punk was asking questions about foot surgery. Him asking him questions about foot surgery, which indicated that he suffered a foot injury. Uh, Meltzer goes on to say, so Punk had his surgery today. I don't know why they don't say it was a broken foot. And he hasn't actually said it was a broken foot, but he had foot surgery today. And I guess it went well. Um, he said, yeah, he asked him about the, about his foot. He didn't tell me he had a broken foot, but he asked me, did, did I need surgery and questions about a broken foot? So I presume it was a broken foot. I uh, already had a success, successful surgery. Uh, recovery, recovery time is unknown, but people are saying that it shouldn't be that long for this type of surgery.
1: Well, foot injury leads to my theory about it being the barrier that really got him and not hangman page.
0: Right. Hangman. Hangman page. Um, Anything else outside the ring before we... I don't have anything outside the ring. Let's talk all things Hell in a Cell. Um, I appreciated that...
1: Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell.
0: I appreciate that this was just one match of Hell in a Cell. Um, the pay-per-view kind of was... It was good. It was It was good. I, listen, I again, eh. I, I always credit WWE with having good pay-per-views. It was good. It wasn't their best. It wasn't their worst. Um It just kind of like went, though. It it really didn't have a feel to it. Uh, This is also because a lot of it was not, uh, you know, there really wasn't a promo for a lot of these matches. It kind of just was here. We're going to have this match at Hell in a Cell Let's be
1: honest. We were all just looking forward to Cody's, to to what Cody was, what was happening with
0: Cody. The only, yeah, and and the only match that really had any build up to it was the Hell in a Cell match. Um, Shout out to Pat McAfee, who was not there. And do you know why he wasn't there? On this night, uh
1: because to just had one match, and both of them agreed, why am i gonna take why, a are you gonna jet come, today?
0: <laughs> why am I taking my private jet to Chicago to take take this uh this one match chicago i ill oh my baby reason. Really. <laughs> chicago ill uh yeah, for one match, the one SmackDown match, which just that alone seems weird. <laughs> <laughs> that they just could come up with one match. I mean, again, it's the tri- a red cell. The tribal chief wasn't there, so there's- it's a red
1: cell. It's a raw pay per view. We'll be honest. It's a raw.
0: Pay-per-view. <laughs> it's a raw pay per view. They should go back to uh, <laughs> brand specific, even though they're just crossing lines now. There's really no brand uh, loyalty anymore. Um, I appreciate. I-, I enjoyed the the first match, which was our raw women's championship with Bianca Belair taking on Oscar taking on Becky Lynch. Um, I I the. The stiffness of, of those those hits on on especially Oscar, I I feel like, uh, she could just slap the shit out of anybody, <laughs> man, woman, child, <laughs> and just uh, it's called come, Japanese strong strong style. Strong style. For that reason, that bitch is uh, strong style. Uh, Bianca Belair uh, retains, um, the two on one with Omos and MVP taking on Bobby Lashley. Uh, this this whole program, I'm just I'm kind of over. Uh, so Lashley wins that, um kevin owens taking on ezekiel enjoyed that match uh just so did I. that was a really good match the, the, the owens the owens aspect of of him just selling with this whole idea of uh elias and ezekiel just continues to be very funny um judgment day defeating finn balor aj styles and Liv morgan which will lead to monday night raw and i might as well just talk about this now um so wrestling there's that uh If you Uh take someone 24 hours later, we beat you, but yet you are part of us now. Because to Raw's new credit, they will advertise these big moments. And and if you notice, they're always at the top of the the hour because that's how you get ratings. Uh, That's what they go by by in ratings. So when you promote, like in two hours, we're going to announce our new member of the Judgment Day. Uh, And then you get to that point. And then Finn Balor shows up. and You figure, okay, th- this is going to be him. But nowhere did I figure that they were going to immediately turn on Edge. Uh, I wasn't really. Was
1: it a thumbs up, thumbs down type of
0: segment for you? It was. Uh, I think the whole thing's still a thumbs down because not this, not so much the segment, but the group. Like we, okay. it, the 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 House of Black of it all. <laughs> Uh, it just seems like they have diluted this particular group and it's going nowhere. And so I don't know if behind the scenes edge saw that on the wall and maybe, you know, uh, McMahon was like, you know what, maybe we should just replace one with the other and still have you as a face, but having this be his group. And then you suddenly turn on him to replace him with Finn Balor, who, by the way, as a heel, I said this to my friend Abe. As a heel, I, I love him. As a heel, Finn Balor, because yes. his best work that I saw him was not only as a heel in you know in the higher you know Raw SmackDown ranks, but NXT heel Finn Balor was amazing. So Prince the, Devitt heel Balor Prince Devitt, was yeah, awesome. it was amazing. So go back to that. But I'm just I'm I'm flummoxed as to why we've gone this route with taking Edge out immediately after you've established this group for about a month and a half, two months.
1: I will tell you why, please. Can you name another huge baby face in the company? In the entire company, Mm -hmm. between Raw and SmackDown? Mm -hmm. Can you?
0: uh, you A baby face? Yeah. Sure. A huge baby face. Huge baby face. Uh, Other
1: than Riddle, other than Rhodes. You
0: didn't say that. Um, Huge baby face. McIntyre? Yeah. Mm. All right. Kind of. I mean, if, if, I had to, if I had to go there right now, it's. Yeah. You know, it's, but that's it. Yeah. Now, with the loss of Cody Rhodes. Although, uh, I will say, though, Lashley got a huge pop on Sunday. He did. Huge, but he's
1: already in something. Right. Okay. With the loss of Cody Rhodes, mm-hmm. they got to fill a void with a large, larger than life baby face. And you're saying that's going to be edge. I'm saying that it has to be edge now. Because mm-hmm. there's nobody else. Could mm-hmm. have been Randy, he's gone. Could have been Randy, but he's gone. We don't know his future. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing conflicting reports of. Not reports are saying that he's gone. he'll never wrestle again. Mm-hmm. To, he'll be all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's who knows with that. Right. But there isn't really a big baby face anymore. Right. I mean, AJ Styles kind of. Even still, his his better work is more as a heel anyway. Yeah. But I don't. I didn't mind the double turn because I knew that they had to... Going into it, I'm like, all right, they got to do something as far as filling Cody's spot. Because mm. even though he, he tried calling a shot for money in the bank, he's going to be out six months. He'll be back in four if, if he did the Cena lifestyle. Right. But even then, I think Cena just partially tore it off. No. I don't think he fully tore it off the bone. Okay. Cody
0: fully... Tore his shit off the bone. Which is why he was able to wrestle. Exactly. They were like, they were like, you can't injure it anymore. <laughs> so we just go ahead. We're yep. going to probably pump you up full of, uh, you know. Tortal. bunch, A bunch of uh, pain meds and get out there. Yeah. Psh. Comes out looking like Jeff Hardy. Good Lord. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that too. Um, so yeah, so my, my point being is, if, if okay, if you explain that to me as far as Edge being the baby phase, I'll bite. That's fine. It just, again, it just seems so uh like turn on the dime kind of situation and you just built up all this equity just to kind of like throw it away for this group that wasn't going anywhere anyway. So maybe maybe Finn will maybe Finn will be to judgment day what CM Punk was to Nexus.
1: <laughs> I guess. So you mean just gonna drive
0: it into the ground? Yes. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I mean listen, the Nexus with CM Punk was I mean, was a thing? I mean, it wasn't really a successful thing, but but it was a thing. So maybe it was kind of like just rejuvenating it and getting like a new perspective on it.
1: So was the core, but people forget about that for a reason. The core.
0: Uh, let's see here. Core not spelled correctly. Let's see like C O R R E. It. Yeah. yeah. It core. Core. Mad Cat Moss taking on Happy Corbin in a surprisingly good match. Um, I I feel like the character that he they he, he they've re judged him with is very generic. <laughs> it's just this angry guy, with black trunks, go out there. Um, it's very. It's very 2002 scene-esque. It really is, yes. Yes. It, speaking of which, watching a ton of the new Ruthless Aggression. I was <laughs> just about the, to say. On the it network. looks
1: like Mad Cat Moss should just be saying, ruthless, ruthless Aggression. Aggression. And
0: just slapping the shit out of people. Um, yeah, so the. the, the Slap the shit out of the man that retired Kurt Angle.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, see how it comes full circle. Uh, the, the, the spot that he had at the end with, with Happy Corbin, and, and the, I don't know how they pull that shit off. I don't. I don't want to even try to know how they pull it off when you put your head between the the chair, you know, top, and crack somebody's neck. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't get it. It looked impressive, but uh, the match match was really good. I I, I I give the match credit, despite again this entire card was just other than the Hell in the Cell was kind of blah. Uh, and so yeah. this so when it, when it's a good match, it's kind of surprising, which is kind of sad, but the truth nonetheless. Uh, theory defeating Mustafa Ali to to retain the U.S. title uh, in in his in Mustafa's hometown. Um, I thought he might have not had surprising, a shot, but, but not so much. Um, and then the main event, and then having Cody Rhodes versus Seth freaking Rollins. Having Seth Rollins come out and he's covered up in the robe until he unveils that he's wearing <laughs> Dusty's colors in the black and yellow dots. Uh, I kind of, I kind of popped hard.
1: <laughs> I popped very hard. I was like, "Oh shit!" I said, "Oh shit," I go, this, twice. This, I said, I said this exact words: "This motherfucker,
0: <laughs> this guy, and coming out in the dots." I said, "Oh shit," twice. I said it then, and when Cody did his whole intro, he's way over. By the way, like his his whole intro is just insanely over. Um, he's with he's over with the fans, and then that jacket r- reveal for him to show. His chest blown up, the entire crowd. Boom. <laughs> silent. Silence. And then you heard some gasps. Also. <gasps> oh. <laughs> just yeah. Silent. Like that is that's real. Gnarly. That's real, right there. Because that you, ain't no makeup. That's just, dude. It went from his chest down to his his bicep and his arm, on his right arm, and that was just. I gone. was
1: I was telling a buddy of mine at work. I was like, "What if I told you?" Because he's staunchly against all of it. I go, "What if I told you there's somebody wrestled a match last night?"
0: What? Go ahead.
1: With a torn pectoral tendon. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Okay, seems like you're about to show me." I'm like, "I am."
0: <laughs> no, I'm going to. So show I it.
1: showed him a picture and he's like, "Damn, that's fucking gnarly." That man. is gnarly. There's no makeup but on. Then it. he goes like this, and I'm like, "God damn it, I'm not going to get him ever." He goes, "Is this still supposed to be less fake?" And I'm like, you motherfucker <laughs> you piece of
0: shit <laughs> just 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 give him credit man
1: just give me credit man and
0: the the idea that this guy in any other situation would have been and that, that was the, that was the talk was like it was supposed to be he was supposed to be replaced by Drew and he's like no I'm still going to fight and so to to his by Drew I didn't hear that that's that's there was some reports that had Drew McIntyre replacing him in Hell in a cell um I would have been pissed to his undying credit forevermore i i will say that cody rhodes has my my respect because in any other situation in any either either any other person or any other situation where someone still wanted to fight he went out there and had a not only just a match but he had a hell in a cell match now granted the last couple hell in a cell matches haven't really been all kind of hell in a cell matches other than the uh, the bailey and sasha Sasha Banks Hell in a Cell, just because of the lack of use of blood he, of said Hell it's in a the Cell. The lack of blood. It's lack of it's lack of use. Like you, you're still in the ring. Like it's it surrounds you, but it's still like like last year when when Reigns fought uh, one of the Usos. It was just it's there. It's not like you're using it. Like I, when I think of Hell in a Cell, I I think of. Mankind versus Undertaker. Like you're jumping off the damn cell. You're getting thrown through the cell. Like the cell is part of the of the event. Whereas this yeah. it was just a match. Shawn you,
1: Michaels falling off the side.
0: Right. Right. So you, you just had it as as there, as as uh you know, as floss for your match, but it wasn't utilized. With that being said, some of the spots that Cody took, like the, the, the toss into the into the table in the corner, uh the the use of the anvil coming out, uh you know, uh, some of the spots that he had at the cowbell with the the rope on it, and, oh the and, bull rope, yeah, that, that was that got that gave me chills. I'm not gonna lie, A little uh throwback with to, because uh, not only was
1: it a throwback to Papa, but, but Seth was wearing his colors too. That's what was awesome. To mm-hmm. <laughs> he was doing it with the colors. Somebody in polka dots was in a bull rope, kind of a bull
0: rope mm-hmm. match <laughs> right. in WWE. In WWE, and a Rhodes
1: was involved.
0: <laughs> I'm just looking. Crazy. At, I'm looking at the photo now of when he won, and he has his left arm raised, and you just see that the, his chest is just like black, with, with some some shades and hues of purple and red on the top. It is just gnarly, man. So kudos to to Cody Rhodes. He is way way over now, especially because of his match, and uh, it will will hopefully get him back soon rather than later. But man, uh, you you will never, or you have ne- you have never. Yeah, I won't say you will never, but you have never seen. Someone go through, I guess he, he popped his own chest since he was he was working out, and it, it's, that's when it happened. But you'll never see something, someone come out and be so totally torn up, let alone have Vince okay this, and say, listen, go have your match. I mean, you're you're already injured as it is. You can't get more. <laughs> you can't really get, get more I injured. think
1: that it was like a stars aligning type of situation. It was like, listen, you cannot get any more injured, right? Whatever injury you have, it's done. Mm-hmm. You can't get any more injured. You can only get better. However, if you go out and wrestle that match, you're going to be in some of the most excruciating pain ever. So take. This. I was hearing, uh, uh, I was watching some of the pre, some of the kickoff show actually, and I heard Jerry Lawler talking about uh, the toughest guy he had ever met, mm. or at least in the business. And he goes, "It was one of the guys in Memphis or some shit." And he said, his, "I totally forgot his name," but. I just like, I popped into the kickoff show for two seconds and this is what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I saw him go out there and, and wrestle with a dislocated elbow or whatever the fuck he said. And he's like, I've never met a man more tough than that. And that popped in my head when I saw Cody Rhodes take off that jacket. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm pretty sure, Jerry, you're going to be eating your words at the next <laughs> pay-per-view. <laughs> Premium live event. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, Check yourself. But uh, yeah, that that entire match was absolutely insane.
0: This is just crazy. So, again, kudos to him. Uh, Two things on Raw before we get on to uh, the last portion of the show with Dynamite. Uh, Maurice uh, during Ms. TV. Oof. uh, Lord have mercy. Wow. She needs to be on TV more. The best way I can describe
1: my reaction to watching Maurice on Monday Night Raw. Was if you ever seen The Mask and he's in that little that that show with the with the yellow jacket when he's got the yellow jacket on, hmm. and his jaw just drops and his tongue flaps all the way down the table, <laughs> and that was a live action representation of <laughs> what I was doing while, while at work. Nonetheless, <laughs> part of me was kind of like looking over my shoulder, like should I be watching this? Right so you, now? Was,
0: did your supervisor come it's out a, and like put that thing? It's away. a
1: lot of skin.
0: <laughs> I loved it. Should I be watching this? Uh, so, Maurice, and then I'm appreciating that uh, we can get, finally, it uh, seems kind of overdue, that, speaking of lack of uh, women talent, at least get the two best that you have right now, other than Becky Lynch, uh, put Rhea Ripley in, and, uh, uh the hell am uh, oh my god. Bianca Belair. Thank you, Jesus. Put the two of them together in, for, for a title. Um, like, they killed an NXT, do it here. So... i am so incredibly happy
1: i believe what i wrote down was if i didn't like an idiot just put down my phone um i'm happy that it finally got there and if it took her joining the judgment day and her going under edge's wing for a little to to boost her up like that Mm. if that's what it took for us to get a legitimate Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair match, not with not with uh, uh, Rhea Ripley with Liv in her corner, and she's still a, a jobber at Jace. <laughs> like, Rhea Ripley's a viable contender now, in my eyes. And I'm hyped for it. Yeah. She would be the seventh person to hold the Raw Women's Championship and the NXT Championship. Oh, well, look at you doing research i don't know i just threw out a number right. seven's always my go-to <laughs> you know like god seven, seven, you seven. you
0: lying piece of shit! all right quickly let's go over uh dynamite here um and all things dynamite because we can tie right back in with uh really see, quickly about hell in Punk. a cell yeah. one final swoop about that yeah uh could you imagine
1: it's actually two things could you imagine in <laughs> 30 years mm-hmm. seth rollins daughter and cody rhodes daughter in a feud at hell in a cell how awesome would that
0: be? Yes, and they're both outside in in the Hell in the They're actually the two of them or, are. in Or the they hell got itself. a bull rope, <laughs> bull rope match. Yeah, God, that'd be great. And the last thing I want to shout out: Corey Graves. Corey
1: Graves had the greatest line in all of wrestling. It was mm. almost Shakespearean. Okay, and it was a double entange as well. He goes, "A fallen angel with a broken wing descends into hell." Okay, fallen angel. And Broken Wing.
0: I got to give... Yeah, he's he's good. Do
1: you know <laughs> what that reads to me? Please. Conspiracy. Kenny Omega.
0: <laughs> Get ready, because here's Kenny Omega in WWE. There we go. It's
1: literally... Dude, his finishing move is called the One-Winged Angel. Oh, A man. A fallen angel descends
0: into hell. Speaking of Corey Graves and uh, him talking about Cody Rhodes, on the Broken Skull Sessions... Uh, Cody Rhodes does make mention of Corey Graves and gives him a shout out for the WrestleMania match and the the point where um, Byron Saxon had said when when he did the the Stardust move when he did the you know the the uh, somersault like the, the cartwheel and then did the the thing with the hands yeah and it, I'm paraphrasing but Byron Saxon said uh, he's he's showboating and Corey Graves said no he's shedding, he's shedding skin, his skin he's shedding his skin and and Rhodes gave him credit on on the sessions. For kind of saying, yeah, that was kind of a moment where I just wanted to. He said that he didn't want anyone else to make mention of Stardust. He's like, guys, don't don't announce it, don't say like I've been here in the past with that that gimmick. I I don't want I, if anything, let me do it. And so that's when he did that moment. Um, and Graves kind of just went in with the with the skit. So I give credit to to Graves. Graves is really good, man. Like he. But now he's just... people
1: are acknowledging the Stardust thing in matches. You see people do the whole <laughs> move in the hands thing. And it gets under Cody's skin, right? Because they that can shit. do that.
0: They can do that, but though He's like, don't, don't announce it as if, like, you know. Remember this guy? He used to be Stardust. Like, don't. It, 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 which he's right. Like, it just kind of like uh, demeans the whole new character that he's got going on. Anyway, uh, since CM Punk is now injured, we have this Casino Battle Royale.
1: Battle Royale. Royale, which is. Um, I didn't get a chance to uh, write down all of the suits, but I do have all of the contenders uh tony, uh first in the first wave of people as pop at the end uh tony niece daniel garcia lance archer darby allen and our boy yonker's own eddie kingston <laughs> eddie kingston
0: uh i think he feels he's like, so over way crazy it's, it's disgusting how over he is and i feel like he just feels wrestling is not uh a, a, a shoot i feel a, a work i feel like it's 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 just like his life. It's his life. <laughs> it's his life. Exactly. Uh the next round was
1: uh Ricky Starks, Jake Hager, Ray Phoenix, Swerve Strickland, and Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. Which came to a, a fruition at the end of this match. Mm. That was crazy.
0: Are we already like putting doubt in that group? Like they just started. I don't know. Talk about sword Strickland and Keith Lee, like because yeah, Strickland cause eliminated Lee.
1: Strick- <laughs> Strickland eliminated Lee, and and it was, it was uh, Lee was getting pissed, mm. and it it was a, uh it was a weird because he was also Strickland was laughing too. It was crazy. Okay. Um, the next round was uh John Silver. Um, Chris, can you can you take that second name for me? I'm
0: I'm having trouble reading that one. Konosuke Takeshita.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, John Silver, Konosuke Takeshita. Exactly what I just said. Max Caster and the Ass Boys. They're, they're, I mean, the
0: Gun Club. I think that's now the new over thing It's going to be the Ass Club. I think there's. Gonna... It's
1: a great way for him to end all of his. You're now about to face Ma- uh, Platinum Max in the Ass Boys. <laughs> it's a fucking awesome tag at the end of all his raps. The Ass Boys. It's great. And uh shit, talk about another pops at the end of this. Mm-hmm. Um the final right, that was the final one? Yeah. Yeah, the final round of the final wave of people was uh Powerhouse Hobbs, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Dante Martin, and Ring of Honor, pure wrestling champion, <laughs> the black representing the Black Bull Combat Club by way of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, I think. Uh Wheeler Utah. Got cra- he got a such an ovation, and I don't this- know if that's for him or for Regal. I'm sure it's for both. But yeah, we- I mean, is, be- Wheel I is getting
0: way over too now. Like he he's, is, he's he's getting. Over. I thought
1: he was going to pull this out, and we were going to get another showdown. Yeah, until we had also our Joker entrance, the Joker, which I was really pissed about. I really thought we were going to get Max's music, which would have been crazy. Can you imagine? <laughs> they have the sim- been awesome. No,
0: that's not the right time. You got to let that simmer.
1: But Andrade was the Joker, and I noticed something on commentary
0: congratulations to andrade by the way recently married.
1: congratulations to andrade and that's what i noticed on commentary
0: mm.
1: excalibur announces andrade as the as, oh my god it's andrade mm. and you just hear him go hey, yeah he's he's had a hell of a week and now he's here in dynamite <laughs> and then immediately jr chimes in he was like yes
0: congratulations just got married <laughs>
1: I, I wonder. And, uh, if one Cal- nobody mentioned Charlotte, which is fine. Right?
0: Yeah, that's fine. That's fine.
1: If you would have said Ashley, I would have been perfectly okay with sure, it. Sure. Actually, even hyped for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But uh, yeah, so Kyler <laughs> Riley wins all this. There was a bunch of spots. Listen, it's a battle royal. There's way too much of the spot for us to go into.
0: K- it. Kudos to him, by the way. It's like this, the, the uh, NXT or the X ex- WWE guy. Getting all the cash and uh, taking this 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 spot to have him fight John Moxley for the main event. Nobody thought he had a chance. It would be great if he won, but for for this interim title, it's it wasn't gonna happen.
1: You know what's great about the Blackpool Combat Club that I didn't realize until uh, right after this match, hmm. right before they had the right as they had the the backstage segment with uh, Red Dragon and Cole and mox or was it mox or danielson i don't know regal was no it's just regal i'm sorry with just regal there mm. and it was incredible to think about how many people the blackpool combat club could feud with strictly based off of william regal's history <laughs> with all of those competitors right Right. William Regal has history with literally everyone there.
0: Which I, I give Tony Khan credit to be able to incorporate everybody from old to new in AEW somehow some way. So Jericho has been there forever. He has his own group. You have Regal with his own group and they've been th- there forever. And then all the way down to you know someone like Darby Allen, and Taz with
1: his own group, Sting with his own thing.
0: So you know all the way down to Darby Allen and and, and the the young Bloods that yeah. that are in the in the uh, <clears throat> excuse me in the organization. So you know you, you have this awesome mix, and it doesn't seem like it's like off kilter. Like it seems right that these people are together, even though there's such a a, a, a range of experience. So it it, it works. Uh, so yeah, again, kudos to uh, how they put that together.
1: Yeah, that was awesome, and the match later on was fucking insane. In cry out. What do we got next Uh, there? The uh, Tony Schiavone announced that there will be a new championship coming to All Elite Wrestling. It will be known is it the the trios? All nope. Oh fuck! (laughs) It will be known as the All Atlantic Championship, and this is where I insert
0: cricket sounds.
1: This it now. Hang on a sec. (laughs) This will, the winner of this will be determined at, uh, yes, at Forbidden Door Mm -hmm. by way of a tournament. uh, I don't know why I like saying that so much. (laughs) Uh, There will be a tournament to crown the first ever uh, All-Atlantic Champion. Is it the AEW All-Atlantic Champion, I guess? I guess so.
0: But it's the the brackets were. I mean, this is kind of like their intercontinental. I like
1: the way that they're doing
0: it. It's their intercontinental belts, basically
1: it is their intercontinental belt but they're having people who represent different countries right so the first match what I'm of the all atlantic the, the <laughs> first all-, all atlantic qualify that was
0: my point <sighs> intercontinental
1: all atlantic yes but i'm saying it's like it's also like the like wwe's intercontinental belt it's going to be like the workhorse championship
0: right
1: it's going to be you know the guys in the back who who think this guy works the best
0: so but Which, you have to be a foreign to own this belt. To claim this belt.
1: No, America's part of the Atlantic.
0: They're not in the in the tournament. There are no They're no Amer- not. There're no Americans in this tournament.
1: There there's not.
0: I'm feeling some but some there, sort of
1: there's way. not saying that there couldn't be an American There's feeling, a Canadian. There's, <laughs> why can't there be an American? But there's not. You know, I'm going to I'm going to give a strongly worded email to Tony Khan. <laughs> I'm, I feel misrepresented. I
0: feel very misrepresented. Yes. Uh.
1: <laughs> there is no Americans in the All Atlantic Championship uh. <laughs> Qualifier. Right, right. Tournament. Out, right now. That's a lot. That's a <laughs> lot. <laughs> uh, but the first match in the All Atlantic Championship Qualifying Tournament <laughs> Which is, uh, lord, was uh, Buddy Matthews versus the bastard. the bastard. He's a Bastard. Pack. Mm hmm. And I knew from the start that this was going to be a fucking incredible match. And guess what? It was. It was. Mm-hmm. I, I would have loved to see Buddy Matthews, but I'm like, all right, Pac's been there much longer. Yes. I, Pac is a real viable option to win this. If I'm being completely honest, I think it might come down to either Pac and Malachi Black or Miro and Malachi Black. Mm. But we shall see. I don't have a list of the competitors on the top of my head, but I know I saw Ethan Page, mm-hmm. uh, Ray Ray Mir- uh, Fenix, Miro, Malachi Black, Penta, and there's also there's two... the last spot, the last uh, two spots. match in the bracket is mm-hmm. going to be from New Japan. Yes. So there will be a representative of New Japan which I really, oh, man, that means they're just going to fucking beat them. <laughs> it's going to be like, this is why I don't like it, because mm, it's gonna, the know. only reason why I don't really like this is because you, it's going to be a forbidden door. So why wouldn't you have the New Japan guy face an AEW guy at Forbidden Door for the AEW All-Atlantic Championship. So,
0: right, there you go. So it would be either Malachi Black versus some
1: guy from New Japan or Pac. No, because Malachi is on the same side as
0: them. In the bracket, Malachi oh, is on the side same side. As New Japan. As New Japan. Uh, well then that's out. <laughs> okay, so then we're talking about Pack versus someone from New Japan. Pac or Miro. I think Miro's going to beat Ethan Page. Unless Ethan
1: Page pulls one out, but Miro just right, returned. I don't see that happening. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, so Pac Eddie kingston up. with fire on the promo again i mean <laughs> come on what are we doing give the man a mic give him 30 seconds and he'll fucking deliver every single goddamn
0: time who who is overdue for some sort of not not a belt but just like a a shot at it pack kingston a shot at which belt, uh, belt. A-, a-, a belt E belt a belt yeah eddie kingston
1: yeah I wouldn't mind it if Eddie Kingston were to be TNT champion first, mm. and then I think if there if if you were going to give Eddie Kingston a championship, it, it would be a trios championship with Santana and Ortiz. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Shout out Santana; he was a uh, uh, he won the first ever I forget the wrestling promotion's name in Puerto Rico's championship, like heavyweight championship, by himself, all by himself, oh, no.
0: No uh, powerful member. Trump <laughs> uh, right on the mic. So basically, best friends are done? Is that the deal?
1: No, it's not that they're done. If I remember correctly, it's more that he said that uh, the best friends aren't here. He's part of three different fucking groups somehow, which is set on his lower third, which was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> He's part of the best friends, uh-huh. chaos, and... Rapungi Vice. A great tag team
0: name, by the way. Who's Chaos?
1: Chaos is a new Japan faction. Oh, jeez. That the best friends got <laughs> inducted into guy. via the Forbidden Door. Got it. Got it. Okay. So that should be fun. And then they wanted the shot. Rapungi Vice wants a, sh- a rematch for the ROH title. So FTR comes out. And then, if you remember, Rapungi Vice lost that match be- due to interference by the United. Fuck, yeah. I had it too. I could have just kept going. The United Empire's own, (laughs) this is in the match, Mm -hmm. Jeff Cobb and Great O'Conn. Yeah, you saw them once and you never saw them again. Never saw them again. Now tonight, I'm sorry, Wednesday night, Mm -hmm. they had uh, FTR and Tremperetta in the ring. They're bickering back and forth, and then all of a sudden you hear music that I was not familiar with. And then I see a New Japan logo, and I'm like, oh, shit, it could be. And turns out it was Will fucking Osprey <laughs> appearing in AEW. And I marked out big time. <laughs> and I texted Steven, and obviously he told me the same thing you would think of. I fucking told you he was coming. <laughs> All right, dude, said it like four months ago. Whatever.
0: <laughs> If, he did. Though. If you I'll, say all we'll get, names, I'll give him that. i that. I, I love Stephen to Death. If you say if you say all names, not that he does this. I'm saying if you say all names, eventually one of them has this deck.
1: Yeah, it's like me going. Yeah, Okada's is going to be in AEW soon. <laughs> all right. I mean, eventually. Soon. Soon is a relative term. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> it's all in the, the beholder. Absolutely.
1: But yeah, we'll fucking Ospreay. will osprey. The United Empire. Don't ask me. I will uh do my research into whoever else is in the united empire let's talk about that next week it was a bunch of white guys it's weird (laughs) speaking of new japan's own a bunch of white dudes from britain (laughs) i would assume or australia i forgot speaking of new debuts debuts forbidden door segment i guess sure Uh, hangman page Mm -hmm. versus david finley the son of a veteran and all around great guy fit Finley
0: tall guy, and boy does he love to fight? <laughs> he does not look he like even his. came out with his dad, shillelagh. he did does not look like his, like his his father though at all
1: no, no absolutely not. I mean thank God though, right yes, it is true <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> so our first appearance of Adam Page since losing the belt um I'm sure he's backstage like if I held the belt, I would still be wrestling. The guy who dropped it to he just can't even fight anymore, so stupid. <laughs> I,
1: I want to bring so hangman wins, and then Adam Cole's on commentary for some reason. And I was texting Steven throughout all of this, and we were trying to figure out which Bullet Club members were going to come out during this match. Mm. That was none, none no, of them. None. We threw out Jay White, we threw out Juice Robinson because of his connection with David. I threw out Juice Robinson because of his uh, connection with David Finley. Mm formerly of the tag team known as Finn juice (laughs) former impact uh, tag team champions as well Mm. but fucking none of them came out and then hangman gets the fucking mic and in much more words than i'm about to say right now he goes i want the iwgp heavyweight champion i want okada Mm. and boy i would fucking love that I would absolutely love that, or Hangman versus Jay White, and I'm pretty sure they're fighting at Dominion this month this uh, Sunday. Really? Okay. If I'm not mistaken, I believe that's also a uh, a match over there. Okay. So that should be uh, fun time.
0: Yeah. Wardlow, fun fun time. Wardlow, uh, all the big guys saying there, there was there was a reason why they weren't in the uh, casino battle royale, and then they all have to come out and basically explain like I, I decided not to be because of blah blah. blah. Uh, that's what we had with Warlow, but apparently he's still in this angle where he's going to get sued by by all the security guards, which I, I find hysterical. But uh yeah, let him go after Scorpio Sky. Um, gonna start off with. Uh, the but TNT before title. that,
1: Smart Mark Sterling had uh, proposed before he can get to Scorpio Sky, I should say. Mm-hmm. Smart Mark Sterling had proposed that he either face him in court or face 20 security guards in the ring next week. And I'm here for it. I fucking uh, love it. One on 20. It'll be the first time ever. <laughs> I don't know if it's a it's if it's a handicap match, 20 <laughs> versus one.
0: Uh, well, that is a or handicap. Or if it's like a gauntlet <laughs> type of deal. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. I think you should just do all 20 at, at the same time. I don't think you could fit 20 people. Hey, you probably, you probably Of course you could. You just 10, but it's going to be like... 10 on each it's side gonna of the apron. be
1: fully half of the ring. 10, <laughs> 10 on
0: filthy. each side of the, of the apron. You have one skinny scrawny guy you have to tag in to, to the other guy or gets thrown into another guy to for, like, the hot tag. <laughs> and then For the just, hot tag, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Wardle just destroys everybody. Uh, let's see what he got. backstage. We have Mark Sterling. Uh, Young Bucks were backstage as well. Uh, speaking of, uh, of the Hardys... did did not really mention this as far as like Jeff totally getting obliterated uh, at uh, Double or Nothing
1: yeah seems like he was rather concussed he was out of it rather concussed Uh, hence why he did not he was out of it which which lends me back to my belief of why he he looked like he was fucked up
0: Mm
1: -hmm. which turns out you could either be drunk or concussed nobody's really gonna know the difference (laughs) if you're in a wrestling ring
0: (laughs) As we've seen, now we've seen both. We now have physical evidence of both from Jeff Hardy. So if you want to get film of him either drunk while wrestling, you can have the the sting match in TNA or Mm -hmm. with a concussion, 2022 double or nothing. Yep. We now have that proof. Uh, Just put them side by side, see if there's a difference. Uh, Christian Cage, at what point does Christian Cage fight uh, Jungle Boy? What, what, what I hope doing? it's really soon. It's this is a, this is We're a, leading to it
1: 100% by the next pay-per-view.
0: Another slow burner <laughs> that they like to do. Uh, hey, look, Thunder Rosa, our women's champion, by the way, who's hey. incredibly pissed uh, and has gone on record as being upset with not having TV time, which just makes sense. Why would you not have her on every single damn week? You have CM Punk every week. Thunder Rosa is just as entertaining. Uh, it's, it doesn't make any sense. that You're trying to build up this, this women's division. Put your champion on it, damn it!
1: The uh the baddies are getting more time on TV than the yeah. it's
0: it's it's kinda weird. Ugh. Um Marina Shafir, uh I I'm I glad that she's part of the women's division, but she's still very green, man. Like she's just all kinds of in need of, of work, but yeah, uh, good match. I I I thought it was a a decent match. I forgot
1: match, to mention the uh three way ladder match for the tag team champions next week.
0: Okay,
1: I forgot to mention that. Okay, because okay. there was a reason why Christian Cage and Jungle Boy were going at yes. it, and yeah. that's why. There you go. Because Christian Cage walked in and just said, "We're just, gonna, uh,
0: you guys will fight these guys." Just making matches in just a three way ladder, ladder match. Just booking matches. Uh, well, so, so Thunder Rosa retains. a uh, uh, Shivani backstage with with the baddies, the aforementioned baddies, and then uh, Chris Statlander. Red Velvet on Rampage, and then your main event: John Moxley versus Kyle O'Reilly.
1: Yes, with William Regal joining commentary. Men in the Mask. Men in the Mask, how are you? I love it. War games, man. I <laughs> fuck. do you know how much the fucking AEW crowd would pop if he would do that, man? Blood and guts. It's not oppor- the same. Missed
0: opportunity. Blood and guts. It's, it's not the, the same. same. It's not the same.
1: Not the same. Uh, Mox and Kyle O'Reilly had a barn burner. Mm-hmm. Uh, mox got busted open at one point in, his,
0: in when, his mouth when does he not get busted open i feel like he's yeah you know is he blading just the blade
1: <laughs> what's going on i don't think he's blading i think he's just asking people to hit him as hard as they can it's a lot of blood because it's in his mouth like he started bleeding out of his mouth <laughs> it's weird very weird yeah kyle o'reilly you forget how good of a fucking wrestler he he's is in, and moxley definitely showcased that and mm. uh it it was incredible Bulldog choke into the paradigm shift. One, two, three. Bob's your uncle.
0: Bob's your uncle, and now John Moxley is heading to the interim title uh, match. Who he will face? Either uh,
1: Hiroshi Tanahashi or uh, forgot what the Haruki Godo. Okay, look at you. That should be interesting. It's more certainly gonna be Tanahashi because he got introduced before Punk got
0: hurt. To which then it will be most likely. Wait,
1: hang on, which also lends to t- it, it tends to believe my theory mm-hmm. about Punk getting hurt on dynamite. Okay. Wait a second. When did they introduce uh, Tanahashi? That was on Dynamite. That was last week, yeah. It was all the same time. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I think he got injured on Dynamite. Because if he got injured at double or nothing, they wouldn't have done that.
0: Right. No, he was definitely injured at Dynamite. Yeah. And it was that exact time. That was just. On the (laughs) guardrail. Like a moron. (laughs) Like a nincompoop. And with that. Correct. Anything else? What do you have
1: going I on? want to shout out Pat McAfee for talking about Cody Rhodes' injury in the best way possible. He opened up a show on Monday and he got he goes, guys, somebody wrestled a match last night at Hell in a Cell. Guy had a torn tit. <laughs> Fucking crazy.
0: <laughs> it was great. He did. He had a torn tit. He
1: had a torn tit. <laughs> Is, Toilet tit completely off the bone.
0: His titty? Torn. Titty torn. Titty torn. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, it, it's... It's going to be interesting to see where they go. Um I am I'm, I'm going to believe you in seeing as far as WWE and where they go with Edge and how yeah. that's got to be I guess the top story now. Um and then on the women's side having uh you know R- Ripley versus uh Air. Hopefully that's that is going to be as good as it was back in the NXT days in the 1.0 days. And uh yeah, I mean that's really nothing else. Cody was it. Cody was Cody and Roman I me mean, I me mean, I take give credit to the Tribal Chief but he's been injured as well from WrestleMania so he you know other than the one match that he had with the the trio match that he had at the last pay-per-view premium live event uh <laughs> haven't, haven't seen him so you know it, it's it's a void there's a huge void and so who's going to grab that ring I don't know somebody with ruthless <laughs> aggression slap you slap the taste out your mouth
1: i think cody rhodes made him that match at hell in a cell made cody rhodes a viable competitor contender for roman reigns
0: he was going to be the contender regardless but that was this solidified it yeah for me he sucked it up for 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 20 25 minutes however long the match was sucked it up and pushed forward and uh just made his, his entire career with wwe was a moment that was a that was a wwe moment just having that match with with the gnarliness that you witnessed um in that ring was just absolutely insane and so again kudos to him for sucking up and giving the fans what they want and giving giving the match that was intended to happen uh he could have he could have said no he could have just gone off and be like this i'm hurt you replace me with somebody else um and it wouldn't have been the same yeah, so, yeah. it would have
1: that that would have been the nail in the coffin for Cody
0: Rhodes. Cody, Cody, Cody. If he didn't wrestle. But if you you understood. It wasn't like...
1: Oh, yeah. I would have understood. But you, we know how WWE is with WWE booking. Mm. If you ain't on television, out of sight, out of mind.
0: Truth. Yeah. Oh, the truths. Uh, anything else before we peace out? That is it, my friend. Good pay-per-view. Uh, Premium live event. Premium live event. Good Lord. <laughs> um hopefully we get to see uh find out more about what what's happening with mjf i doubt it because if you if, if you're putting them out of sight out of mind speaking of which you eliminated all that by taking them off the website and and everything on the roster and the merchandise i cannot buy an mjf shirt on awshop.com i that, already have one that is how deep if you go on pro wrestling tees no i i bought one a while ago oh, okay i'm saying i'm saying now <laughs> if, you, if you wanted it now good luck trying to get it on AEW shop which is you know
1: yeah we're never gonna hear about at least from tony We're never. i i heard him on busted open and, and he was someone had mentioned uh uh the mjf situation to him mm-hmm. and he was like well you know i can't comment on that
0: why
1: all right <laughs> yeah why tony?
0: why tony is that is it does legal matters going on what's what's happening You don't want to pay the man? Is Mm. that why? Is that why? (laughs) (laughs) Even though you probably already did and this is just a uh, work? You working us, Tony? You're working (laughs) us good, eh, Tony? Good for you. Good for you for for pulling off the first of its kind work, shoot, work, work, shoot. Uh, And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Slam is done and in the books. We thank you guys so much for listening. Please reach out to us on Sons of Slam on the Twitter's Tell your friends, Sons of Slam show on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Anything else before we peace out? That's it, my friend. I'm all tapped out. Dude, have a great rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Guys, we out. Oh. The Sons of
1: Slam podcast.